Hit that button. The Bill 2 Media Podcast. Why is the button sticky, Gunner? I don't know. Good question. <laughs> Dude, it's just what I do. Built to play Gunner, Zach, and Ben. He literally piled it in his hole. I mean, wouldn't you do it the first time? I would. Oh, yeah. I mean, it wasn't mine, so. Oh. Now from the Liquid Nitro Studios, here's your host, Blake Anderson. Gunner's locked and loaded. Gunner Cummings. I'll be completely honest, we're out of headphones. Zach Witties. I bit on that so hard. Ben Bruce. They say that they don't have an hour and a half. Man is the head of the house, but the woman is the neck, and what turns the head? The neck. Never heard that. I haven't either. Not even once. Never heard. I don't even know what just happened. That's what I'm talking about. That's right. That's right. right. (laughs) Hit the button. Okay. Did you guys catch that new intro on the last one? Did you hear it? That was good. Yeah, the last we kind of snuck it in there on part two. Yeah. Chili, what I call what do we what do we call that? Uh, Chili bowl with a side of New Mexico spice or yes, something. Something like it's that. Kind of neat. I thought it was fun. I'm digging the new background music, though. Kind of sets a good vibe. Okay, we got another hot one. We are in studio. My name's Blake Anderson, if you're new to this podcast. I am Gunnar Cummings, and we are, we're down two. Yeah, we're, we're down bad. We got two of them on. Well, one's actually on vacation. The other one's... Probably still wearing stinky socks, living in a dorm room and eating like crap, but <laughs> he said he had homework. That'd be Zach. That would be. Anyways, we got a we got a good guest in here today, but before we get to him, I kinda wanna I kinda wanna talk about Gunner doing a thing. I did a thing. Can I tell the listeners? Go for it. Blake and Gunner are engaged. Yep. Girl Blake. Girl Blake. Yeah, it's definitely girl Blake. <laughs> Not no. me and Blake. I'm married already. How'd that go? Colorado, you know? Yeah, it was good. Uh, felt <laughs> felt like a good time. Got some cool pictures out of it. And Did you think about it a lot? Were you nervous? Yeah, I was pretty nervous. But uh, yeah, my I was. we were with some friends and uh, we had lunch. And just after lunch is when I asked. But I was sitting at lunch and I was like, Totally to myself, like trying to like playing how it was gonna go out in my head and one of my buddies is like, Well, why are you so pissed off today? <laughs> and I was just sitting there like, Whoa, sorry, what happened? Hi, I'm still here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kinda of focused. No, it went good. She said yes, so that's good. I mean that's a plus. Right. I'm surprised she said yes. Well, me too. Was there any but... counter offers? Well, before I marry you. <laughs> no. Oh nothing. shit. She actually likes you. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of racing this week. Yes. Just to move on. Yep. I, because when we get all four of us together, then we'll rip on you like probably pretty hard. Yeah. But, like right now. It's I pretty like light I'm today. Get, I'm kind of excited <laughs> about you being engaged. Right. Getting married and stuff. So. Yep. So we had Volusia. We had East Bay. We got Volusia again. There was another race I seen on here that was like, it was a dirt track with East Coast Modifieds, but they ran like 200 laps. Really? Which I didn't even know was a thing. And then when I watched it, I'm like, this is why I didn't know this was a thing. Because it was the <laughs> same thing for 180 laps. And then, boom, everybody's racing. Right. Track was really black. but I would imagine. Volusia was exciting. Yeah. East Bay was exciting. Yep. But next episode's when we'll talk about that. So I think we should introduce our guest. Shall we? Shall now we would be on? a good time. Here's another proud sponsor of the Built 2 Media Podcast. If your first name of your beef jerky is Kick-Ass... That's got to be one hell of a product. It's got to be pretty great. We got turkey gizzards. <laughs> I mean. Started off with the turkey gizzards. Dude, and they actually have like gift boxes too. Yes. Like you can put it all in, boom, coming at you, whole bunch of samplers. 
You're going to want to try it soon. Do it now. Kick-ass beef jerky. Bill Two Media Podcast. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Recently featured on the Bill Two Media Podcast. Me and him won a hundred bucks at Ogilvy <laughs> the karaoke concert, but it was that Get Low by Little John. <laughs> <laughs> and I came up with the song. Oh, oh, I love Harry. Fifteen passenger van into Talladega at ninety-five miles an hour into turn three. <laughs> Boom! All of a sudden, you're at a forty-five degree yeah. angle. It felt like, and Phyllis was up there in the bucket seat, like hanging on. She goes, "Cheesy, I'm gonna." F- kill you <laughs> I go, hang on phyllis <laughs> i would like him on my team i think he'd be a very good introduction to the team of jesse ones yes. why do you have to ruin this you not have the voice <laughs> being boy talk is good gunner he cannot do this he shut down much success is it weird that whenever i hang out with certain people i get made fun of all the time <laughs> <laughs> i knew when i started talking i'm like I'm an idiot. We <laughs> should get right into our next guest. Time for this week's Built to Media Podcast special guest. That special guest is Dustin Sorensen coming hot off of a, well, USMTS points win and lots of other wins. And like, you're kind of like rich. Well, at least that's what the check said. So, how's it going, Dustin? Good. How are you good? Thanks for having me. Congrats on your engagement. Thank you. Thank you. It's kind of cute, ain't it? Did you see how he's kind of blushing? Yeah, I don't even know. <laughs> Thanks, guys. His shirt. Nobody <laughs> else can see that. <laughs> yeah, That's why we don't video this. I think you're kind of still red in the cheeks a little bit. Well, Does it feel awkward? Maybe blush. Now it does because you get Well, we introduced Dustin, it. but then he's talking about right. you, you know. <laughs> how old are you? 26. I had to think about that for a second. I'm, I'm old. How old are you? Gray. <laughs> Bald spot. <laughs> what are you? I'm 33. Okay. Yeah. And you're how old? 22. Mm. So you were just able to drink, and now you want 100 grand racing. Uh, Yeah, I turned 22 a couple of days after the championship was over. Shit. Sheesh. It's not bad for 21 years old. I wish Zach was here. Right. See where you could be at 21? <laughs> Zach, do better. Yeah, do better, <laughs> man. So I just, like, we want to ask you a million questions, because obviously we've actually been doing research and like looking stuff up which we had this conversation but how was it it was it was exciting uh, we had the banquet here a couple weeks ago last weekend in kansas city that was a pretty good time probably shouldn't tell all the stories <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> i imagine it got a little bit rowdy yeah we ended up leaving the cons- casino and going downtown so Ooh, man never a good <laughs> idea <No. laughs> So how much money did you come back with after you got the big check? I got the big check and handed it to my father. Oh, <laughs> that's probably a good idea. Don't let me touch this tonight. Yeah. <laughs> well, Christ, good thing you didn't win like three years ago. You wouldn't have been able to go to the casino. Yeah, true. That's why, yeah, that's why I waited. Yeah, I figured, yeah. <laughs> Just kind of like sitting on that idea. So all these wins... I think what first time you started the USMTS was when? When was your like? Okay, that's I can't really ask that because you raced mods for a while. But when was your official first USMTS race? Uh, I started in mods when I was fourteen, so probably that year, twenty fourteen, and then my first USMTS win I was seventeen. I think I got the youngest. I'm the youngest to win a USMTS race ever. I I beat Ryan Gustin by a couple months, and then 
He's the youngest to ever win a championship. He beat me by a couple months. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of cool. Yeah, that guy's winning late model races this week. So, yeah. Yeah, he's. That's it, pretty cool. So, talking about Ryan Gustin, like you watch, you watch Davenport win. And like you see the interviews in Victory Lane, you see all the other people win in interviews, and then Ryan gets out of the car. It's like, holy shit, that's a big boy. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say something about his interviews, well, not that, his physical appearance. Yeah, that too, but like when he's standing next to the guy interviewing him, it's like, wow, that's probably what I would look like standing. Next, you know what I mean? He is pretty funny to listen to, though. How old is he? Uh, he's got to be thirty now. I think. Okay. Jeez, now I'm really old. See where I could have been? Yep. <laughs> what have I been doing? So it started the year off pretty strong of 2022. I actually started off horribly. I destroyed my car in the heat race. Oh, yeah. And I started in the back of the B-Main, and I was a little mad. I won the B-Main, yep. and I ended up winning the feature. It was a really good track, though. So. Holy I mean, shit. It, wasn't, it, was, it was actually kind of rough, but good pass, so it was good. I think I remember watching it. Oh, I Why didn't don't I remember watch. that? So you were in the B, the back of the B. I was, I was so mad. I hit an infield tight. I made my, I like spent all winter had my both my cars looking brand new, and I, they looked like I put a lot of time into them, made them real nice, and went out there and hit an infield tire in the heat race. Didn't finish. Started in the back of the B. Got like terribly tore up in the b main but i still was able to win it and then i started like 13th or 14th and won the first night of the year Jesus. yeah you were plus he was plus 13 in the feature <laughs> i gotta find a wow. picture of this <laughs> i'm just trying to wrap my head around going that's like this is my, this was my car stuff. in the b main first night of the year holy <laughs> oh it looks great yeah you must have been pumped about that yeah, yeah i was i <laughs> For people listening, I had to put a new roof on when I got home, so it was pretty tore up. <laughs> the lights, the lights. So after the B main, the lights went out during like the feature before us. We probably wouldn't have had time to get it all back together if the lights didn't go out on the track before us. Oh, it was wild. Because in the interview, he said that it was just your dad's buddies basically that were working on your car. Yeah, like all the guys <laughs> that helped me. I mean, I got a couple of my buddies that come with me now, but. Like, since my dad retired, it's still the guys that used to help him. So they're all <laughs> older, but they know what they're doing. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, man. That's nuts. Start, because that was in March. Yeah, first week in March. Actually, we're going back down there with Jimmy's. Jimmy's got a mod, but we're going down there with that car here in a couple weeks. God, we got so much stuff to talk about. Oh, I know. I can't wait. <laughs> Where do we start? How about you start? Just tell us, like, okay, so I'll kind of break it down so you can go off of topics, but... So we'll start with hockey. Yep. And like we don't have to go from the womb. I mean, if you want to go from the womb, that's fine. Like drank my first pot, but so November 2nd, 2000. <laughs> yes. Yeah. My mom, I actually know the day I was conceived and all that. No, just hockey to the car or to the, the little sprints at Mississippi thunder, or whatever they were called. Slingshots, yeah, so slingshots. Basically, my life story up until now. Yeah, that'd be yeah. like <laughs> I, mean, I wanted to make it more difficult to understand in like a two to five minute little deal, um, <laughs> or ten, or you it's know. fifteen. So I started racing when I was six. I got it. They're called they're called slingshots. They raced at Deer Creek and Mississippi Thunder on the infield little track in the infield. Um, I sucked right away. I was <laughs> getting lapped every race or whatever, and then 
I don't even remember it. My mom just says like one time I just took off, I guess. <laughs> then raced those for six years while I was playing hockey at the same time. I played a ton of hockey. I was like pretty good at hockey. Um, I don't know which way to go, hockey or continue with the race. So tell us about the hockey. Well, how'd you, yeah, I guess both, but like how'd you balance or? So like when I was, my dad really liked hockey. He would have rather had me be a hockey player than a race car driver. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I would like miss races during the summer for hockey in the summer. And I always hated that, but I did it because I was pretty good at hockey too. And then when I was in high school, I actually moved to Omaha, Nebraska when I was 15 to play triple a hockey oh, wow. so i lived there for like a, a school year from september to may um played like 90 some games oh, it was holy. like it was a lot it was serious but uh then after that i well i probably could have played college i was pretty good like i'm not trying to toot my own or own horn Don't or toot nothing it. but beep it up after that I started doing pretty good racing when I came back. Like I started winning some modified races around home, local stuff. And then the next fall I decided that I didn't really want to go back living somewhere else to play hockey. I'd rather stick around home. So then my dad was not happy when I did that, but (laughs) (laughs) I just went back to high school in Rochester where I'm from and then played high school there for my last two years of high school. And then, uh, haven't played since. Well, skated a little bit, but nothing serious. And then we went to racing. And then I got more serious about racing, yeah. God dang. So what, uh, I mean, obviously you were pretty good at both. What was like the main factor of why you chose racing? Yeah, what was? I don't know. Looking back, I don't even really, I mean, doing good in racing, I don't miss hockey. Like I don't, so I'm glad I did what I did, I guess. But I just, when I was, when I was playing hockey, Missing racing, I was more mad about that than if I was racing, missing hockey. It's a good way to look so at kinda it. you kind of wanted the racing a little yeah, bit Yeah, like if I had to be at a hockey game to miss a race, I was more upset than if I had if I went to a race to miss a hockey game. That kind of makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. <laughs> so, but you think like either way, like, I mean, now we're looking at it from 2023, but it's kind of like you probably would be NHL right now. No, probably not NHL. You don't I, think you I, ever made it? No, I could have played Division One. Probably wouldn't have got a full ride or nothing. But well, good thing you went racing. You got a full ride, <laughs> <laughs> I suppose. Yeah. So now that you're probably in, probably spent a lot more in the last yeah. few years racing though than I would have yeah. played hockey. I mean, you got a little bit. But of like time. all the guys that play hockey, all my buddies that are still playing hockey, they don't have. Like I just bought a house a couple months ago. All my buddies that are playing hockey still. Like they haven't worked since high school. They don't. They just play hockey. They don't have nothing. So I kind of wouldn't want to be doing that either. That's huh? true. Plus, you'd have way less teeth. Yeah, probably a lot more injuries. <laughs> the Bill Two Media Podcast. Are you looking for better rates on shipping? Yes. Well, I got them. Qualityfreightrate.com. They can help you. It's right in the name. As long as it fits on a pallet, they're gonna ship it to you. They even do stuff that doesn't fit on a pallet. If you need something from here to there or from there to here, they'll ship it for you. That's qualityfreightrate.com. And don't forget that promo code. What is it, Gunner? Built to Scott King Designs, also known as SKD. SKD in the house. That dude whips them up, brother. 
He does. He can design them. I've seen him do it. Dude, he's designed a couple suits for us. Jesse Glenn's. Right. Built 2 can design. Zach Todd. With SKD. So it's a Built 2 SKD combo on the suits. If you've ever seen our shirts or have one. That's his hands on every tee. Every tee has got his hands on it. He's touched them. With his hands. <laughs> if you're looking for iRacing suits, designs, whatever you got, SKD's your man. The Bill 2 Media Podcast. We got all the Todds today. So then the slingshots onto the, well, you're aren't you the youngest to win in a B-Mod, too? Uh, I don't know about a B-Mod. So 12. You were 12 when you won your first race. Was it? I think. Uh, I I'm pretty sure that's what the one article said. <laughs> well, I mean, I, won't, I know that, so... I raced B mods for two years and I had my dad made a deal with me that if I won three races in a B mod, I could go to modifies next year. And I won a race at Fountain City, two races at Fountain City. And then I won the last race of the year, the Jamboree at Deer Creek. <laughs> <laughs> so then we, I got his old modified, I think, for my first A mod. So it was, uh, you know, like your dad probably wasn't too mad then or, or was he still thinking hockey? <laughs> It was like until I graduated high school, he was he wasn't very happy. He's probably still not happy about it. <laughs> That's uh, mm. I'm pretty sure it said twelve though. Was when he started racing the B mods. I did start racing B mods when okay. I was twelve. Raced B mods when I was twelve, thirteen, and then when I was fourteen, I started racing mods. And then how did that career go? I mean, as far as your first year, second year, it's from the transition from B mod to A mod. Uh, I didn't like tear anything up. I wasn't fast by any means. We had a GRT for my first modified. My or my B mods were Hughes cars that my dad ran. And then I had a GRT for a mod of my first modified, raced that for like half the year and then wound up with another Hughes car. And then I think the year after that, I got my first MB, and I won, like, four out of my first six races in that car locally. <laughs> I was like, we should have started with this car. <laughs> yeah, no shit. But, uh, I know. It's it's always been fun to watch you and Jake race each other. Oh. Like, we're, like, background fans hugely of Dustin and Jake racing <laughs> together. That Fountain City just almost yeah. killing ourselves. Oh, it do Cedar Lake. Red Cedar, like if we're dreaming at night, it's probably Jake and Dustin going at it. Like, there's been some really good battles though. Oh God, Mississippi Thunder. we've ran into each other a few times. We're still friends though. One yeah. time I ran into him twice, and I was like, "Dude, I'm, I didn't mean to either time. I'm sorry." <laughs> <laughs> I think my favorite was when you skateboarded it at Cedar Lake, all uh-huh. through three and four. Yeah, running <laughs> second at the Masters. <laughs> yes. That was about the dumbest thing I ever did. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to win, though. and I don't know how that... Like, I didn't hit the wall. I hit the cushion, and then my left side tires came up off the ground and turned. Like, I never hit the wall. The cushion was just so big, I hit it too hard. And I just remembered the sparks flying, and the car was perfectly centered on the top of the wall, and you dropped back down. And my nose like- was pointed outside of the track, and then it, like... My left rear caught and came back, or I thought I was, I was like looking at the dirt outside my left side window. I thought I was, I was like, well, I'm going to, this is the first time I ever flipped. I haven't, I've never flipped before, Yeah. but, uh, I was thinking I was going over there and then Jimmy Mars was behind me there and he like saw it out the corner of his eye. And then, um, he said he came back around and he's like, there is no way that he did not destroy that race car. <laughs> and I was driving off the racetrack. 
Uh-huh. Yeah, that night my dad was wishing I was playing hockey. Probably. <laughs> You should get some t-shirts made that say that. Should Dad still hockey. wishes I played hockey. <laughs> uh, there's a guy around home that wants to get t-shirts made of me, just my face, like a silhouette of my face with a mustache on it, and put Diego. He's got a nickname for me. He calls me Diego. <laughs> I can't believe the amount of people that don't recognize me without my mustache. Like People will come in the shop at Jimmy's and be like, oh, I didn't recognize you without the mustache. Really? Really? <laughs> I was going to say, when you walked in, I'm like, whoa, where'd it go? <laughs> Can I bring up the fact that uh, my race pass, you should probably change your profile picture. I don't even know what it is. Oh, my God. Well, I saw. You got the, the biggest ears ever. Oh, no, that's cropped terribly. Yeah, terrible <laughs> crop on the one, it's, I think it's the same picture, but it might be cropped different. Like, part of your head is cut out of the <laughs> yes. I'm like, I'll have to get like, a who professional did this? picture taken or something. Look like you're like 64 in that picture. <laughs> When, when, speaking of Diego's mustache, when did that come about? <sighs> Were you like, ah, I am now a man. I've won two races. I need this. <laughs> I think it was, I think I had it for two years. Cause I, the, my first USMTS season, full USMTS season was not last year, but the year before. I think I had it all the year, the whole year that year. And then I shaved it over the winter or whatever. But like, I always had it during racing season. I don't know. Is it a good luck charm? I was I I told people that I don't know if it was or not. <laughs> Definitely not in March. I don't know. Infield tractor tires yeah. screwed you there. Yeah, chewing on a mustache hair or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got rid of it a couple months ago. Probably I got rid of it once everybody started growing it because of Top Gun. I didn't want to look like everybody else. <laughs> oh yeah, you could probably make a part in that. Make a part. What do you yeah, mean? you could be a part of that movie, like with that mustache. Yeah, it could have been. Totally could have been background scenes. Yeah. And I looked a lot like my dad. My dad's had a mustache forever, so I got rid of it for that That's reason, true. too. That is true. <laughs> Somebody at the bar was like, you, you, or some girl at the bar was like, you just got that because of that movie. And I was like, I've had this for two years, but <laughs> now I'm going to go shave it. Thank you. <laughs> oh, you want me to grow a mullet? Because that was because of a movie, too. Like, what? <laughs> Back to my early life, my mom had me in a mullet like up until second grade. Oh, nice. <laughs> was it good or was it like the bowl cut mullets? No, I mean, it was probably all right. I don't know. I didn't, it wasn't my choice, but. Well, maybe try it for 2023. Yeah. There's an idea. Huh? Chris might fire me. Chris Mars, if I had a mullet <laughs> and a mustache. Not happy? <laughs> I think you could pull it off. You could do like a soul patch, like a long soul patch. Now we're getting crazy. Is that too much? Yeah. Let your ear hair grow out or something. <laughs> <laughs> All right. USRA. So you did USMTS, USRA. Now, speaking of USRA, your dad was all right in that. I want to hear a little bit of that, too, if you can, can tell the listeners. Yeah. I, my dad was pretty good back in his day. He actually did really good, like, 2012. He won, like, a few USMTS races and... The modified portion of the go for, go for 50. So that was cool because I was old enough to understand it. I was 12 in 2012, but it was cool to see him <laughs> being like the fastest. Is that where you're like, I need to do this? Uh, I don't know. I never really, I don't know when it happened when I decided I wanted to be doing this all the time. No switch. Flipped. Wasn't like a, I'd have to think about it. I'm sure there was one time where I was like, actually, when I, Won the B mod race at the Jamboree. That was probably 
pretty yeah. cool. Then I knew I was going modified racing the next year, or that was the deal. That's kind of a big deal. I mean, to win the Jamboree at age 12 and then, like, I mean, slowly progress, because I'm sure to you from 2000 and, what was that, 14, 13? 13, I think, yeah. To, well, now it'll be 2023, but. 10 years, yeah. Feels 10 like a years long time to, ago. yeah. Like, the progression through that, like, my kid's six. He'll be seven next month. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, it feels like forever ago. Yeah. And then, you know, you decided to toss a little bit of late model in there too. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah, when did you when did you first jump in a late model? My huh, my first ever late model race, I jumped my car. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> On the opening of turn one at Phone City. Oh, good. oh no like sticky throttle or anything. Just just didn't turn. <laughs> <laughs> I was running second in the heat race and my first ever heat race at a Dirt Kings race and and I wasn't <laughs> watered her up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the late model thing. I mean, now you're back at it, but uh, no reason. Like, what was your choice? You know, after besides wrecking it the first time, obviously you got a new car. So, like, we went. I had that car straightened, and then ran it a few more times. Um, then I ended up getting a new car when I was working. Then I started working for Jimmy in the winters while I was going to school at Stout. And I got a new car, and then I won a Dirt Kings race in that new car. And then I just, I probably only got 15, 20 late model races. Well, probably 26 now with yeah. Vado, but I ain't got, I didn't have too much late model experience. So it's basically just, I feel like, like ease. Sorry. No, I feel like ahead. we got to get into the, yeah, I know. I was I, I just trying like, to lead there. Yeah. In a sense, <laughs> I'm like all over the board. I got so much I'm stuff so in anxious, my head. I'm so anxious. I got to have. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, is it okay if we ask what about Vado? the question? The question. He doesn't know the question. You don't know, it's, it's okay. You gonna type it out on your phone or no? Something? Go ahead, Gunner. <laughs> um, well, I guess first, can you just kind of walk us through? Um, well, no, I have a good question for this. Hold on. Now there's dead air. Uh, okay, so obviously, getting in the twenty-eight ride was. I don't know. Uh, a great opportunity, I guess. Yeah. Um, but I guess what made you, what made you say yes to doing that when you had a, you had such a good year last year in the mod? Like, what was the, I mean, what were your thoughts on doing that? Basically, uh, I mean, I've, like late models is the next step from modifieds, right? EVC, Ricky Thornton Jr., Ryan Gustin, Kate Dillard, all them guys. So I knew I wanted to go late model racing eventually, and I. Definitely wasn't going to say no to that opportunity. I mean, they know a hell of a lot more about late models than I do. <laughs> and they got Jimmy's obviously won a ton of races in his career. So I, there was no way I was going to say no to that. I mean, right. I thought it was it's an amazing opportunity. It's a pretty big honor. Yeah. And honestly, I was blindsided. I didn't, I honestly didn't have you picked to be in there. Like when he said he's retired and I'm like, eh. You know, maybe it's Sammy's time or whatever. And then it's like, Dustin drives. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what what Jim and Chris were. I mean, I don't want to say I don't know what they were thinking, but I don't, like I said, I don't have a ton of late model experience, but I feel like New Mexico went, I would have liked it to go better, but I mean, the first three nights in New Mexico, I wasn't 
the car wasn't perfect and I made a lot of mistakes. And then the fourth night down there, I was, I won a heat race and then I was running with like Shepard and Marler yep. and all them guys. And then I decided to run into the back of Shepard and get a flat tire. <laughs> <laughs> but by the end of the week, I was comfortable in the car and I felt like if I didn't make any mistakes, the car would have been competitive with yeah. everybody else. So I was, I was happy with it. I mean, the results weren't great, but few little mistakes with them guys put you way behind well i can't even imagine like the pressure on just yourself going down there and being like i mean obviously you race with some big names but it's like here's my debut yeah <laughs> i mean yeah, we got i got like two nights of practice before yeah. we went down there. we stopped in amarillo texas and practiced there and the track was definitely not in racing form it was like one lane and dry and crummy and but then we went to vado and got some practice and I don't know. I mean, it's still a race car. Right. Is the yellow set in India or? Uh, it, actually, it looks, I like it on TV because if I'm not up front, you can still see me go by in the background. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So was the conversation like, hey, Dustin, uh, just finish up a couple things and we're going to lunch. I just take you to lunch today or. Uh, I mean, he, we kind of talked about it for a while, probably a lot longer than anybody knew. And then over the summer, probably halfway through the summer, uh, later in the summer, we had a serious conversation about it, and uh, that was the plan then. And then it was just kind of didn't have like no official meeting or nothing. Right. It was just a that was the plan, and then we went to New Mexico. Hmm. Are you pumped for this year? Yeah, yeah. You know how we always talk about. The youth of the racing community. The youth of our generation. We are, we are the youth of the nation. Tarvis Racing has been a proud sponsor and supporter of this podcast. From day one. You need to go on the Facebooks and check out Tarvis Racing. Owen is the man. The man. Check him out. Tarvis Racing on Facebook. Have you been feeling down lately? If you are. Grab yourself an ice-cold liquid nitro energy. Ooh, I'm a green guy. Yeah, I'm a red guy. But how about them watermelon shooters? You know, you take one, you're good to go the whole day. All day. It's a little shooter. Hell all day yeah. Long. Liquid nitro energy drink, baby. Built to. The Built to Media Podcast. Can you describe, like, the, the mental game or, I guess, where your thoughts were and where they need to be going into this year? I mean... You just, you know, won the USMTS and now you're going late model racing. Like, I guess, where are your thoughts as far as how you want to do this year? Uh, I mean, I'm super competitive. I want to be winning races, but I want to win the next race I'm in. But realistically, I think if we're competitive by beginning of summer, later spring, I'd be happy. I think we can win races. Like, I mean, I know when we were in New Mexico, there was mistakes I made that if I didn't make them, like I, I feel like a lot of times I run like a, not a perfect race in my modified, but I don't make any crucial mistakes. And right. once I get to that point in the late model, I feel like we'll be just fine. Yeah. That's going to be a, it's going to be a long summer. Hopefully. So, yeah. We're going, our, Schedule for the next few races is the USMTS race in uh, Texas, and then they got a 10 and a 20 late model race in Davenport, Iowa, and then the Illini at Farmer City at the end of March. 
And that's going to be all open in the late model? Yep. Are you doing any Wasoda stuff in the late model? Uh, we're going to have a Wasoda car. We don't really have a... I mean, we'll go to the races that we're... When we're not racing open stuff, right. we'll go to the bigger races and stuff. I don't know about how much weekly racing we'll do, but just kind of whatever makes sense. Do you have kind of like a set schedule for... Um, the open car, like as far as yeah, Jimmy told me he's got a schedule. I ain't seen it yet, <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like we're he likes he loves Eldora. We're gonna go there whenever they're racing there. I think uh, Fairbury, Farmer City, all the races around here, all the open races around here, kind of kind of like what he's done yeah. in okay. the past. And then, are you racing his modified then, or is it gonna be yours? Nope, it's his modified. It's sitting in the shop right now, not okay. not put together yet, but. So what did you do with your stuff? Just hanging uh, out? My dad sold our truck and trailer, one uh, of his race cars, a couple of his motors. We got one one car and a couple motors left, and he bought a smaller trailer. That was a pretty nice rig. It was awesome, yeah. I was pretty jealous at Humboldt when you rolled in, and I'm like, shit, that's dusted? Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was pretty cool, but there ain't no sense in having it if I'm not driving for him. But you almost needed it last year. I mean, that was your house. Yeah. Yeah, there yeah. was a lot of travel. People, like, don't understand. Well, all the racing people understand, but my friends that aren't in racing are like, you yeah. drove to Texas, like, three times yeah. a month? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Way, definitely feasible, for sure. Yeah. What do you, so, oh my gosh, I'm fucking ADD do you, uh, right now. Do you have any insider info on if Jimmy will be back behind the wheel of anything this year? He says he's not. He says he's done. He says he'll test them but he's done racing really thought i might be able to get some audio maybe some top secret info that's what he's telling everybody (laughs) he's done and i i mean that's what he tells me too so yeah i think he almost has to be like once you say it you almost just have to be yeah i know well obviously there's been so many people that have retired and came back but yeah i think that's probably the easiest is to just say okay i'm done yeah my dad that's what my dad did everybody always told him to go race again and he never would and i think jimmy will be i don't he doesn't seem like he wants to not that he doesn't want her i mean he wants her he still likes racing and everything he's just that's what he says is he's done yeah oh it's so interesting um, i'm kind of excited to watch you this year too that's gonna be a it's gonna be weird seeing somebody else in the 28 right yeah. but like even at vado it was I don't know. I thought you did. I mean, you stepped on your dick twice, but yep. pretty hard. Yeah. It's like, ooh, that hurt even here. <laughs> when, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> it was, that's literally what I said when I watched it. I was like, oh, <laughs> right on the jambles there. Yeah. So then you're not going to, it's hard to word everything, but open car. Is the main focus, but you're still going to do USMTS stuff too? Yep. Like the, we're planning on going to Texas. Obviously the masters will probably run. Um, I don't really know. Whatever's not conflicting, whatever makes the most sense to go to, I guess. Okay. But no like full on, like, well, you just said you didn't see the schedule, but I was wondering if you were doing any like full on like world of outlaw stuff or if it's just going to be. No, we're not doing any full, full schedules. Obviously we haven't been down in Florida, but. Right. I know that there's, well, like, Husits has the silver dollar race now. That'll mm-hmm. be fun. I think we're going there. Um, That'll be awesome. I think, isn't it, the, they got the USA Nationals and then Superior and then Menominee, like, all in the same week? Yep. Yeah. 
Seems like there's plenty of reason Northern to do it swing. Here. Yeah. <laughs> Houston's is going to be fun this year. Yeah. And I think, honestly, I mean, the Chaz just said it too, but, dude, the watching Lucas Oil and even the Outlaws compared to, like, the Outlaw Sprint Cars, there's so much more racing. Like, I'm never not going to like sprint car racing, but watching Lucas Oil is ridiculous. Yeah. The competition is insane. Like, oh, it's like nuts. I don't remember where they were. The first track they went to, I was like, the guys that were in the B mains were like really good guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every single night, too. I know. Yeah. And to watch some of them come through the beat, well, like Davenport, the one night, I don't remember what track. There's so much racing over the last two weeks, but to watch them come from the B main and make it all the way up to like 10th or 9th or something. And then I think he jumbled back a couple, but holy cats, like, it's so much fun to watch these guys, yeah. which like and, US MTS. The first time I watched them was down in Humboldt. I mean, that's the first time I've been on the background, everything. And to me, I thought that they're like one of the best ran series. US MTS. Yeah. I thought they were, I mean, everything's like, Nope, Nope. This is how we're doing it. <laughs> Get yeah. up to the line, go back to your trailer, whatever. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Like if you're not here, when I say you'd be here, you're going back. Yeah. It's an awesome series. I obviously got, stuff i like to bitch about because i race with him every weekend right. so yeah. <laughs> i'm gonna but yeah it's he's got had the best thing going and modifieds yeah what do you think about their like their schedule this year to where they're i don't know it's i kind of split on it like I, I like that it's all at the same the three races at the same track you don't got to travel overnight you right. get that's that's huge not having to travel between tracks overnight but i don't know if the I don't know if we'll be able to get fans three nights in a row. Is the only thing I'm right. concerned about. Be camping every time. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah, I never even really thought of that. Like, I guess when Cedar has a big show, I try to make at least one of the nights, but usually I don't go to all three. So I, I see what you're saying there. You almost have to have camping at all three of them too. Yeah. <sighs> what did you do with your big check? Uh, sitting, like sitting in my kitchen. I haven't hung it up yet. Oh. Come on. Well, just two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. I have a kind of a random question, but I feel like it's a good question. Just ask it. Uh, <laughs> just, it's fine. <laughs> so with guys like uh, Kyle Larson and Ricky Thornton Jr. Um, kind of racing everything and anything, uh, do you think that will be like kind of a new trend um, with everybody? And do you ever see yourself kind of being in a position like that. I hope so. I hope I hope I'm in the position someday where I can just go drive whatever that I mean Kyle Larson set up pretty good, I think. Yeah. yeah. But there's a ton of guys doing it like Alex Bowman, Travis Pastrana was racing a modified yeah. at yeah. Volusia. And yeah. My god. He sucked the whole week and then he just starts on the pole and wins. I win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be pretty freaking sweet. Yeah. You ever going to race a sprint car? I had an offer to drive one. A guy down by me has got a 410, and I never, I haven't done it what? yet. But I was, I told him, I'm not, I don't want to destroy your sprint car. He's like, I destroy it every other time I race <laughs> yeah. it. I was like, well, so I don't know. Maybe I would. Yeah. I, there, I, there's probably not much I wouldn't drive. Well, this leads me right into my next question. Ever. Uh, what type of car would you choose to race one time that you haven't raced before? Anything. Anything in like Formula anything. One car. Really? 
You big Formula One fan? Not really, but they're insane. They got yeah. so much down. They go. They. I mean, they haul the mail. They get turn. Yeah. yeah, they. That'd be fun. What would yours be, Blake? That I haven't raced. That you haven't raced. Tough trucks. Really? What are tough trucks like? The pro trucks or like, four by fours or yeah. those look fun off road. Like what? Uh, Jeremy McGrath races. Yep. Yeah. Like down in Crandon and oh my gosh, like. I mean, they're super fun on iron. I'm not so. gonna lie to you guys. I probably put a hundred bucks that I beat your ass on this machine over here. <laughs> I Grandin. almost guarantee I would beat you. Wow! What are we racing? Pro Force at Crandon, full I beat, track. I beat everybody at the pub one night. Okay, I'm gonna go with twenty bucks. I think it's bet. <laughs> <laughs> you beat Sam Mars. I don't think I've beat him pro. We never raced pros. Well, like in a modified or anything, or late model. Definitely not those two. I beat him in both of those. <laughs> you still want to put 20 bucks on it? On tough trucks. <laughs> on tough trucks. I'll do 20 on tough trucks. I think I got a, I think I got 10 bucks in my wallet. Can we go 10? <laughs> he, he just won 100 grand, so he's all about yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> it's a pretty big deal. I mean, did did they give you cash in a like a briefcase or anything? No, it was a check. <sighs> Stupid. That's so dumb. He, I know he used to pay everybody before it was a hundred grand. I don't know if like the top guy, but one year I got like second in USR national points and I got like five grand in poker chips and had to go cash them in the casino. Really? He used to pay people in poker chips. Yeah. That's kind of a good idea. Huh? It'd be kind of weird. Like walking up. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Guy comes. I walk from... up with a briefcase of poker <laughs> chips, a yeah. hundred grand. They're like, no, you stole this. <laughs> You haven't even played any of our machines. <laughs> I haven't even seen you here. We've watched all the cameras. <laughs> you don't just walk out of a room with a hundred grand. I'm going to go to uh, some Todd questions. So our buddy at 828 Media, Todd Ellison, I don't know if you've heard of him or not. He didn't want me to read these word for word, but he usually has a lot of good questions. So the first one I'm going to read word for word, just like he didn't ask me to. Uh, over your racing career, have you been behind a wheel of, you've been behind the wheel of what we've already went over. Do you think that it was beneficial to start out the way you did? Or do you think starting out young helped you when you came, when it came time to move up, like to where you are now? Both. Definitely. I mean, like the slingshots that I raced when I was young, Lucas shot random, Jake, Tim random, Jacob Lee random. So I think those cars might've done <laughs> yeah. something for us. <laughs> Got you down to the, you know, the basics, and now you're just doing, like, 100 and some miles faster now? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You had to drive them. My dad says that those cars were good for everybody because you had to drive them so straight you couldn't break them loose. Otherwise, you're going backwards. Because so. they still race them down there, don't they? Or are they called, uh, they, like, they the don't even have the track at Deer Creek anymore. They have them at um, Mississippi Thunder. Yeah, because yeah, I watched. We're having well, them at Thunder Hill this year. Two yeah. times. Oh, yeah. I did see that. We watched them during the, well, the opening weekend at Fountain City. I think it was two years ago or last year. It would have been last year. They're kind of fun to watch. They get pretty I would, I would drive one again. Like, if, if there was four of them and me and Lucas shot and Jake Tim oh could all get into God. them, <laughs> that'd be fun. <laughs> Keep them straight. Don't bust the wheels loose. There should be a class where, like, Maybe not Hornets, but like something where... Stock cars. Yeah. Stock cars look so fun to race. Just get guys that are like at the top level and throw them in a a class where they could just go have fun. Street stocks would be fun to watch. 
Yeah. Somewhere you can just like kind of just run into each other. Run into each <laughs> other. <laughs> but not a demo derby. So why doesn't Thunder Hill rent out carts of some sort? Well, if you'd supply them, we would rent them out. <sighs> Dustin, what are you going to do with your hundred grand? <laughs> yeah. not, not buy a bunch of go oh, Wait a minute. <laughs> Have I got a deal for you? Yeah. Can we get MB on this deal? <laughs> That's no, you don't talk to me for that. Though. Oh, shit. We could like frame them up at the shop though, right? <laughs> and then all we got to do is go buy the five horse from, so we only need like, Hundred grand? Yeah. Hundred grand. <laughs> Day one race gear by uh Ryan Bowers. I've seen his work. It's it's really, really good. Freaking masterpieces, guys. Absolute yeah. masterpieces coming out of K one race gear by Ryan Bowers. And Belt Two has actually designed a couple suits for K one by Ryan Bowers. So if you need a suit, order it from Ryan Bowers, K one race gear, and you can get it designed by Built Two Media Company. You can find him on Facebook, Ryan Bowers Motorsports. Contact K one race gear for a dealer near you. Whatever you want to do. You mix Ryan Bowers, K one, and SKD. And built too. And you got a killer suit, no doubt. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. Just ask a couple people, which were past guests Jesse Glenn's, Kennedy Swan. They all got the K1 by Ryan Bowers. The Todd. <laughs> the Built Two Media Podcast. Another one from Todd. Your dad was quite the racer himself, having a good career in the USR, uh, USRA modified division. Was there any doubt that you wanted to end up in a modified after watching him race? And why did he stop racing? Uh, so when his last year racing, he ran modified or ran B mod. And he was, I don't know how old he was, late 40s, almost 50 probably. He might have been 50 when he retired, but I think he was just ready for me to race and he was sick of it and wanted to watch me, help me. And obviously we've talked about it. I'm pretty sure we have uh, been successful in the modified. So Yeah. Oh, well, that's, I mean, <laughs> I got a pretty funny story. So we were racing in Missouri this summer, and he, my dad's super smart. Like, I wouldn't be where I am without him. Not a chance. But we were in Missouri, and I sucked in the heat race or something. And he, uh, we were talking about what to do to the car. He's like, you gotta start doing it. You gotta start doing this on your own or whatever. You're gonna start doing this on your own someday. I'm like, yeah, but how about not today when we're leading the points for a hundred grand? <laughs> and then the last weekend of the year, we had the exact same conversation. It was, I was like, dude, quit being so stubborn and just tell me what to do. <laughs> what did it come down to at the end of the year? Like, what was the points difference? Uh, going into the last weekend, I had to like finish within 15 spots of Tanner Mullins every night, so it was pretty comfortable going to the last weekend but like it was only like 30 points the second oh. to last weekend of the year and then i did yes. pretty good the second to the last weekend of the year and i think i had 80 points on him or something going into the last three races so basically no infield director tires for the rest of the season yeah don't run in that don't do anything stupid like yeah. ride like ride the fence at cedar lake running <laughs> second how nerve-wracking or like what's your mentality going <clears throat> i mean when does it kind of start getting down to where you got to think kind of big picture. I mean, I've raced for a points championship at Thunder Hill, but nothing like yeah, <laughs> not hundred grand on the line. Right. Like that's gotta be crazy. I mean, I was always giving it everything I had, but not knocking the fence down or 
doing anything stupid. I only had one DNF all year long, and it was the very last night of the year. The very last weekend of the year was probably my worst weekend all year long. <laughs> the first night, well, I actually, I wrapped up the points the first night of the last swing, the last three nights. So then there was two nights where I didn't really have to, I just had to be there. The Friday night race was at Lakeside. I broke a distributor in the B main. So then I had to get my backup car out for the first time all year long. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. And then the next night I broke a, or the coil took a shit. So it's two of my worst races all year long, but it didn't matter. So that was all right. (laughs) Yeah. At least it happened then. Yeah. Oh, I was very fortunate with stuff like that all year long. So on that tour, what's the maintenance look like? I mean, what are you doing? Like everything every day. Check every nut and bolt every day. I don't know. Whatever, any maintenance you can think of, really. Basically wash it and go through everything. Kind of, yeah. Like when it, it, kinda, it got really old checking the same nut and bolt that was tight every time I checked <laughs> <Yeah>. it. But <laughs> it was, I mean, it was worth it. I didn't, it would have been. Not very fun to hang out with if something stupid like that happened. So what would you do different as far as last year? Is there anything that you would do different, even though you won? There's there a couple of races that i looking back at. Like I ran third at, I led like 40 out of 50 laps at the King of America and then ran third. I don't know, probably would have tried to do something different to win that race. There was a race at Deer Creek where, me and Jim Chisholm both led 21 laps each. We passed each other like seven times or something. Jesus. <laughs> it was probably one of the best races of the year. And he beat me by like a tenth of a second. We oh. were side by side at the line. That's um, just plain nuts. It was one of those. It was fun, probably though. the most fun race I had all year long. The track was like rough and I was, he was just smooth on the bottom and I was on top bouncing around. And <laughs> with like three to go, I messed up bad. And then I, did you watch Turbo's interview where he said he explained what rod check-in is? Where he's like, "Oh, you just stand on it and have no regard for your engine builder." <laughs> rod check I like that. Yeah, I did that the last couple laps, and I got back alongside him coming to the checkered, but just let her rip on top and like just... like got it in there, got sideways and back to the floor on like a halfway <laughs> slick track. <laughs> what uh, use the holes for traction? Yeah. <laughs> What's your least favorite part about racing? Um, and this could be like getting sponsorships or being gone every weekend. Okay. Can't do anything else when you're as serious about it as I am. Yeah. I can't go to the lake. Can't go. I went snowmobiling this winter and Jimmy's like, don't break your arm. And I was like, well, shit, no, I'm not going to have fun. Right. <laughs> so what is your. What does a USMTS touring team look like as far as, you know, are you just gone every weekend, then you come back home, or are there nights where you got to stay in hotels to get to the next track? No, well, we had the rig to stay in, but we would usually, so if we were racing down south, like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, we would leave Wednesday night at like 10 p.m. If it was a 12-hour drive, we'd get there at like 10 o'clock the next day thursday before the races and then race that night go to the next track after the races a lot of driving on the interstate at like three o'clock in the morning drank probably 174 (laughs) red bulls this summer (laughs) i've seen some of your uh well racing dirt's got them what are what do they call them videos a little dirt life yeah dirt life that was the last weekend of the year that was yeah 
I only watched like the first two or three, but I could definitely tell some of them videos you were taking them like right after you got dressed or something. (laughs) Usually when I like did the intro in the truck, it was like I got up off the couch, got in the driver's seat and started talking. (laughs) So it was, I guess my team was kind of everybody that me, myself included and everybody that helped me has like real jobs too. So I would work every day that I wasn't racing in the summer and then uh, work for my uncle at Heavy Hitch and he was super cool about letting me go racing but it was me, my dad, my mom went most of the time and then my engine builder, Josh Augustine, he would go, I think he only missed one weekend and then there was a couple other guys that went almost every weekend but they all had full-time jobs too. That's dedication. Yeah, that's crazy. There was three of us that drove so it wasn't like too bad like if you were tired you could find somebody else to drive but that's fun. So 50, what did you have? 54 races this year? 56, I think. 56 in the mod? Yep. I ran my late model at Fountain City for that World of Outlaw race there. I got in a wreck in the heat race the first night, and it was also USMTS, so I just parked a late model because I was racing for points, and then ran out to go for 50 and heard an engine in the heat race the first night, so then I just parked it again. I ain't had much luck in my own late no. model. <laughs> Apparently not. My right. own my own late model did not go very well, other than the one race that I won. But well, it all worked out. Now you're going to be uh, <laughs> racing both of Jimmy's cars. Yeah. So what's it like on a day to day at the shop then? Now that you're uh, over at Mars. Yeah. So I started there. I go to school at Stout in Menominee here, and I started there in 2019, the fall of 2019. Uh, kind of just did random stuff like wash the hauler, clean the inside of the hauler, organize stuff. And then a couple months in, I started doing tin work and did that for the next couple of years. Still do that when I'm not working on our own, like the house cars, but so yeah, work on the house cars, get them ready. And then when I got time, do some tin work on customer cars. You enjoy it? Yeah. It's <laughs> Not a lot more fun than a regular job, I suppose, working on race cars all day. <laughs> so when do you have time for school, though? I go to class until noon most days and then go to the shop after, and a lot of times I'm there till seven thirty, eight o'clock at night. So the the whole USMTS tour kind of prolonged the college then? Yeah. I, was, I should be graduating this spring, but I got to come back next fall. Dang. Well, that's, doesn't that suck? You go make a hundred grand, but you got to do another fall. Uh, I hate school so much. Yeah. <laughs> married kids no 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 Not a boy girlfriend uh, i don't know kind of is bit. this a bad time probably it's a little early <laughs> no. to be telling bad time sorry i brought it up Jeez. maybe next week call you or something yeah <laughs> i might know in a few weeks <laughs> was it like tinder or no no fans only what? <laughs> I just wondered. Just, just thought I'd try it. I didn't, I didn't know what was going to happen. I got a question here that's not racing related. Or uh, girlfriend related. Or girlfriend related. Did you watch the Super Bowl and who are you cheering for if you did? I did watch the Super Bowl. I don't hate Patrick Mahomes like it seems everybody else does. I didn't really care who won. I, don't, I thought it was cool to see Mahomes win when he was 
injured or whatever. Like he played really good in the yeah, second half. That yeah. was pretty cool when he was hurt. I want to know what they gave him. Yeah, they had to give him something. Like that shot is I need some of that. <laughs> just on a Tuesday. Like <laughs> not during the game. Just on a Tuesday. Just give me a quick shot. That's looked like his ankle was broken yeah. the first half and then <laughs> comes out and runs for like thirty yards. So did you bet any money or no. You a betting guy? No, not really. I did at the casino last weekend, two weekends ago. And? I made a little bit of money playing blackjack, and then I went over to the roulette table and kept putting 25 on 19, and it never hit. Then, <sighs> I, then I tried putting it on 28, and it didn't hit neither. Yeah. <laughs> Son of a... Good thing it's hitting outside of the casino. Yeah. <laughs> All the money I made playing blackjack, I lost playing roulette. So it stays in the casino anyways. Yeah, I didn't lose too much. God, you're a pimp. Man. <laughs> someday. I could be like you someday. So, let's see. Seven wins, bunch of top fives. Did you think you were going to win the points for USMTS? So when, when did that become like, hi, I'm Dustin Sorensen. I am going to win points. Honestly, that was my goal going to the beginning of the year was to win points. I don't know if anybody wow. believed I was gonna or not, but you did. So the end of so twenty one that was last year, right? That was the racing season prior. Most right? for most people. Yep. Yeah. Well, yeah. unless you're anyway. Two racing seasons ago, <laughs> <laughs> I uh, ran the whole USMTS tour, but then I won USRA national points too. Kind of like Wasota national points, God but dang. we raced a lot that year, like a a lot. Um, but I like just got really lucky every time I ran USRA local races. Like I would start 12th and it'd be a really good track and I'd be able to win. So I got a ton of points. And then towards the end of the season, I, we were like looking at it, like we got a chance to win this. So we went to the USRA nationals and I won all three nights down there and like won like all but one race in the month of November or October or something. Like it was like, we couldn't do anything wrong at the end of the year <laughs> last year. Um, so I was really confident going into the beginning of this year or last year, I guess now it was, yep. would be, but yeah, I knew we had the stuff to do it as long as everything went our way. Yeah. My goodness. Wow. How much does your uh, confidence, back. <laughs> how much does your confidence play a role in your racing program? I mean, when did you, especially when you're racing every single, yeah. I mean, it's huge. Like, honestly, like, uh, I was talking to Dan Bargainer at the shop and he's like, the way you run the top at phone city is nuts. And I'm like, I, I don't, I don't think it is, but yeah. I also think that the way, like the first time I ever drove a, I went to the wild west shootout in a late model a couple of years ago and I was watching like Thornton and Davenport and turbo just run the fence wide open right. without a care in the world. And I was like, Jesus, those guys are nuts. But that's like what other people say about how I run the fence at phone city. So it's just knowing that I guess confident that your car can do it and that you can do it and you're not going to. Yeah. Confidence gonna... and comfortability. Exactly. Yeah. How many cushions did you not trust this year? <sighs> Leading the points, all of them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Such a fine line. Yeah. Like knowing if it's going to set or not. Well, I mean, you're a pretty good ripper. Just saying. I always, I don't know. I, I sucked on the bottom up until like this year, to be honest. And then, I don't know. I guess I kind of figured it out. Did you listen to the Craig Thatcher episode that we had? Mm -mm. Oh, I figured that might have been why. Oh, <laughs> just don't spin the tires. That's basically what it is most of the time. Yeah. 
the hardest thing I've ever had to do is try not to spin the tires. Or wait to pick up the throttle so you yeah. get the traction. Yeah. It's like, no, that guy's actually passing me right now. I want but if to. you wait, you can grab the traction and then you drive right by him. <laughs> right. But it takes for it takes like a hundred times before you realize this will work. Yeah. The mindset. Yeah. I've but, done it like once at Cedar Lake, so that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> happened like one time. It did. <laughs> it was only because I could rip one and two like as hard as I wanted to. But then when I got to three and four, it's like, okay, Greg Thatcher, speak to me. Okay, back to one and two. But back to what you're saying, I mean, confidence is huge if you, yeah. honestly, I mean, if you, I don't know how to explain it, but like you got to just So would you say know the limit and be there all the time. Would you say confidence or comfortability in your race car? Which one's bigger yeah. or? Wow. Good job that today. That is a difficult question. Um, so like <laughs> in New Mexico, it kind of goes hand in hand. Like if you're comfortable, you're going to be confident that you can. Right. Yeah. do it i guess there was times like in my modified that i was comfortable in the seat but like the setup wasn't comfortable but i was i knew what i could do because i was so used to that car so i guess maybe confidence right. it makes sense it's a tough question it i mean is, they do go hand in hand but it's like i don't know i know it was like a two-step process for me yeah. once i finally said okay i'm comfortable Man, did it take a while to get the confidence? Like, oh, there's the wall. <laughs> okay, too far. You're still like six feet. You'll, up you'll know where it is. You'll learn where it is quicker if you hit it a few times. Yep, True. lots of parts in the garage <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Found it. I've um, gone through. I've gone through more regular quarter panels than the other body panel in the last couple of years. I think I had nine <laughs> last year. Did you, did you and Jake Tim have a competition? <laughs> we kind of do. Yeah. <laughs> he might have me. <laughs> um, one more Todd question before we uh, go 100% random on you. He basically says here, you know, obviously as your career has went and racing with Jake Tim, Lucas Schott, Alex Williamson, Dan Ebert, all them guys, people like Jimmy, and then running that tour – how does it feel to see, you know, like knowing you started with them, you won USMTS points, you've USRA points, and all the future wins you've you've gotten. How's how's it feel to know that your buddies at the same time are out there doing the same thing? Like Jake's winning, Alex is winning. Well, I th like the way I think about it is, I wouldn't be what I am without like the competition that I've had to race against my yeah. whole life. Like if you're winning races yep. against guys that aren't very good you're probably not going to be very good but if you're like you gotta everybody's so good you gotta be that much better like if if you're winning races against nobody then you're not gonna make yourself right. better yeah so i definitely wouldn't be what i am without the competition in our area yeah i think that's so huge too just to learn from like the tracks we got around us are insane deer creek yeah. cedar lake menominee town city the competition even the guys on tour say that the competition around this area is the best. Yeah. I think it goes hand in hand with football and every sport, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, like a lot of them high school teams, when they're all winning and having success, I mean, they're the guys that are going to travel together and go to the next step, you know, just like your buddies from hockey. You were good. They're good. They're still playing. You're winning money. You know, <laughs> it, is, it is what it is. However you want to look at it, but yeah, well, We'll just go off of some personal questions then. 
I mean, I'm still going to stick to a couple racing one. Which was your favorite track to race at on the tour outside of the state? Outside of the state. Uh, outside of your, like. So I can't count, like, Cedar Lake, Deer Creek. Right. Your hub. Um, There was a little track in Oklahoma. I think it was in Meeker, Oklahoma. It was, like, a bull ring, but it was, like, six car widths wide. And. Staley, it was like a quarter, it wasn't a quarter mile. It was a really small track. And Staley started like 37 cars in the feature for some reason. Oh, <laughs> holy gosh. Gave out like six provisionals. And then I started up front. So did Jake O'Neill. So did Tanner Mullins. Um, but we caught lap traffic like lap 15, 12 or something. And then me and Jake O'Neill and Tanner Mullins are racing in lap traffic all race long. And there wasn't a single caution all race. Oh. And I remember Tyler Wolf hit the backstretch wall <laughs> in front of me <laughs> and then Tyler. ran the top in three and four and decided to go to the infield coming off of four. And I was running like second or third right behind him when he decides to go to the infield. I thought he was going to kill me. But then we were like in heavy lap traffic and we were all kind of running the bottom and you'd step out once in a while. And then but you had to like really rip the top, rip the cushion and make it work. And it was dangerous. So. I wasn't doing that because I didn't want to mess up and run 10th or something. But then the white flag come out and I went to the top and one and two Tanner Mullins went to the middle and then Jake O'Neill went to the bottom. And then we were like, I think I crossed them over coming down the back stretcher, but we were like three wide coming through three and four to the line. That was one of the most fun races. I like Lucas oil a lot. A lot of people don't like it, but I don't know. It's fast and, Good racing. So, like on iRacing, racing, though, it's pretty freaking boring. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. there's no like. There's always a cushion in real life there, and then there's always traction around the bottom. It races good in real life. Is it like super uh, oval? I guess. Yeah, it's like like a longer. Feels like a longer straightaway. It's like a bigger Cedar Lake kind of. It's banked that much too. No. I guess not. And it does shelf off really bad on top like it does on iRacing. Jeez. I, I feel like go down there sometime. I feel like that previous story makes me think we could race mods at Thunder Hill. It was bigger than Thunder Hill <laughs> and way wider. <laughs> you going to bring a mod out to Thunder Hill sometime and have some laps? Are you racing one there? You want to race me? No, why are you racing oh. a mod race? Oh, I'll race it. I'll be sure. <laughs> I don't know. If Jimmy wants to go test in there again, I guess I'll be driving. That's true. I think we should just do a test just to get dust. So, we're, so we're doing it? I've never driven it, the track. I don't know. I think we're doing 20 it. Bucks. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's, everything's 20 bucks. Everything's 20 bucks. I'm going to bet you 20 bucks you won't. How's that sound? It's going to cost us a lot more than 20 bucks <laughs> yeah. to get there. And exactly. Some but I will be there with a $20 bill. <laughs> we got you covered at the pit gate. <laughs> Actually, Humboldt is a really fun track, too. I mean, I used to hate it because it's really small and tight and technical, like very technical. A lot of trash outside of the track. <laughs> I was talking about of... the racing surface. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but that place will go. That, we ran a day race there and it didn't even take rubber. Like it, I don't get how that place don't take rubber. But it'll, weird be, it'll be so slick, but it won't take rubber. It's super. Like you go out there early when they're actually tearing it up and marbling it up. The amount of water they put in it. And then for it to get shiny yeah. and never rubber, 
it like lays in super weird once it's there's like i don't know it's fun though it races is, it it's very tight but it races pretty good every time this is random but did you see that uh no no anyway <laughs> did you see that thing that uh what's his name chet kissner or whatever that science thing with the clay it was like you should just explain. Well, I don't. Girl Blake was making fun of me because I was so into it. But it's like, were you mouth wide open when you were watching? I was like, ha. Yeah. No, but they explained how like there was certain. They had like water in these. Well, it was like a jar, a mason jar, a and they had clay in there from different tracks, and they could see. I don't know. It was like the sediment, or they were just talking about how you can put how many gallons of water on a certain track and it will always be dusty or, you know, just the different types of clay, I guess. But so like Eagle Valley versus red cedar. Right. Versus Cedar Lake. Right. But it was interesting to see, like, I don't know. I guess it was, it was, it was interesting. I was wondering if you saw it. You know, I've only raced red cedar one time. That's new. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Didn't know that. Not at all. When? Uh, the Mater race in 21. Two years ago. Yep. Didn't race her at all last year. How'd you like it? Uh, it was good. I got in a wreck, so I wasn't very happy. But it was, it's different than anything I've ever been on. It's definitely a different shape than does it every okay. other track. So was it your first time watching? I mean, like no, I've watched races okay. there before. But so, like from a watching standpoint, did the track race way bigger than it looked? Yeah, like the top is like three times yes. as long around as yeah. the bottom it's weird it is very weird it like, looks it feels when you're out there it feels like it's twice as wide as a normal racetrack is what i felt like and like coming out of four getting to the like the flag stand it feels like forever <laughs> yeah and next thing you know you're setting it into one i'm like what in the hell it feels so big i think it me it, too it feels way bigger than it looks yeah I don't know. unless you're running the bottom i don't like them tires down there so. yeah Plus, well, I mean, modified, so still open on the front. But I'd only raced there one time, but going down the back stretch, I was like, like you kind of yeah. got bored almost. I was like, <laughs> you kind of like turned up to the wall, yeah. And then you're like, oh, this is too early, right. and then you turn up again to set it. It's like fuck, because looking at it, it doesn't look that big. It doesn't God. look much different than any other track. But yeah, it races it feels hard. Yeah. Like it races hard. Yeah. Even when uh, I got so many like visual videos in my head from that track, I'm serious. So, okay, I'll tell you a couple. Since Remember that on, time you ended up on your lid there? I do. Do <laughs> you want to know what hurt worse? Your pride? Banging my fucking head off the ambulance door. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody said I that it was a that. short door. <laughs> I just, I walk in and, you know, they take that first step straight in, right on the dome, uh, straight uh, up, right to the. You didn't have a concussion, but then you did. I got a concussion, yeah. I remember, like, it smelled like burritos in there, though. Yeah, it was probably a concussion. <laughs> Could have, yeah. does, is that a thing? I don't know. Maybe it affects your smell. Okay, one visual since you're in the 28 ride. I used to work on the tow truck there. Yeah. There was one night where one and two, all the lights shut down. <laughs> so you used the tow you remember truck this? I remember this. <laughs> No, we used everything. Every vehicle in the infield. Yes. Like there's 10 cars spread out through one and two. And the one thing that I can, like, it plays in my head when I think about Red Cedar is Jimmy. 
coming through one and two because you know he's always got the well white helmet used to have white helmet red car was it the red car i think it was actually it had to be the white car i think it was probably the white car yeah because i i just remember when he'd come in you know he his car sets different than most people to where like he's pretty much just running left front on top of them tires on the bottom like every time he would come by, you could just see the lights were directly in his eyeballs. <laughs> you could just tell he was like looking right hard, just not to have to see that coming out. But that was a pretty cool night there. And then the other one is Adam Hensel coming into three and four, or coming into three after it had rained for like an hour and a half. I've never seen a late model do what that thing was doing. He won by like a track and a half. He was, was that like, 10 years ago? Oh, probably, yeah. Because he was like, so they used to have a soda late models at Deer Creek Weekly or whatever. And he was like, when I was young, first getting into watching everything, he was like the guy around yeah. there. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's or still around everywhere, I guess, kind of was. during that time. Still haven't seen him mad. Oh, he was mad at somebody at Menominee last year at the Punky Manor. Really? He was like... <laughs> I, I, <laughs> should I tell the story about it's it? It's okay. This is all explicit, so it doesn't matter. Is he going to get mad at me if I make fun of him? Hell no. He makes fun of me all the time. <laughs> he was Somebody ran into him, I guess, because he was standing in turn three in the infield outside of his race car in the same car for the whole entire race. Every time that guy drove by, he gave him the finger coming down the back stretch. <laughs> Oh my god, that's awesome! Me and Sam, it was a mod race, so Sam was up on the trailer watching it with me. I think it was Sam. We were laughing because we just watched him the whole race, <laughs> just <laughs> the throwing the bird yeah. every lap. Dirt track hustle, motherfucker! <laughs> Here you go. That place is yeah. <sighs> I think I'm ready. Yeah, you ready for some two minute questions? I think so. I still think I should have done. I think I got some one. fun ones. You got any more? I mean, the dude just won a hundred grand. Like, was this the second year hundred grand for points? No, this was the first year they did a hundred. I think it was sixty or seventy the year you before. Dirty little bastard. <laughs> Waited for the right time. Just come in there all <laughs> young and barely a hair on your chest. Mm. Oh, favorite food! Come on, from the tour. From the tour, like something Ooh. we eat, like. In the truck or Dude, at the track no, or concession stand stuff. Chili cheese we, nachos. Oh gosh. God <laughs> you know what I hated about like because I went to like four races with Jesse for the USMTS. I absolutely hated the truck stop food stuff. We stopped at one subway out of the four races I went and I thought I was in heaven. <laughs> the shit you eat in that truck. My old man's pretty good about bringing hamburgers and brats and steaks and stuff. <laughs> that was my favorite part of the one video from Dirt Life is when your pit guy snuck into the truck to steal That was Rodney's pit guy. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's I knew that. Yeah. It's like one thing about the Sorensons, they always got snacks. He's pretty good <laughs> shit, Antoine, he's fun. He was with us in Kansas City when we went downtown after the casino or after the banquet. Get pretty rowdy. Yeah. <laughs> yep. that's all it needs to be he said. ordered he ordered the uber home after the bars closed and his phone died right after he ordered the uber and i'm like is our uber coming he's like i don't know my phone's dead so we we're standing <laughs> on the corner downtown kansas city in like suits because we just came from the banquet for like a half an hour <laughs> and i'm like dude your uber's not coming and then like it rolls around the corner like uh, 30 minutes after he ordered it 
I did when we went to Boston. I found out how nice Uber is. It is it's great. It's I, so crazy. I still haven't downloaded it on my phone, but I just use all my buddies. Same here, <laughs> dude. It was. I was. I wasn't gonna download it, and then when we were out there, I'm like, we took a taxi, dude. Taxi drivers, like actual taxi drivers. Oh my god, sketchy. I've never been in a worse fucking vehicle ride in my life than when I like. Okay, so Boston, it's literally like going to your neighbor's house around here. Like that's all the farther it is, two miles, three, yeah. maybe. But it's forever when you walk because you're, you know, that's a long ways. Order a taxi. Should have known right away when the car looks like it just got done with the Hornet race. Like, there's no way this is gonna become good. But my dad's like, oh, we'll just take this taxi. Blah, blah, blah. Perfect. So we stuffed four <laughs> of us into this fucking Honda, whatever it was, four-door thing. And I knew right away it was shit. Because the guy, we're like in a grouped area of people. And this is where all the taxi drivers park. Like brick road shit. <laughs> the intersection is literally less than 50 yards away. And we're doing like 20. And he slams on the brakes at the intersection. I'm like, okay, all right. Take the left, right back to nothing, and then back to full throttle. Stops at the light. We take the corner. We almost hit three pedestrians. And I looked at Megan, and she's like, hand, like fingers dug into her legs, like, holy fuck, we're going to die. I said, yeah, you can just drop us off here. <laughs> this is fine. Parks in the middle of a bridge. And drops us off because he doesn't know where the drop off is. I'm like, no, it's good. We'll just get out we'll here. <laughs> Mom and dad are still in the car. Dude's squealing tires leaving. Like I could hear him make the turn down the road. It's like, Megan, we're taking Ubers from here on out. It was so bad. I think the only time I've been in a taxi was up in the UP and I was very intoxicated and I uh, got into a fight with our Uber driver about who was the better nascar driver <laughs> it was i think it was between jeff gordon dale earnhardt and uh tony stewart or something who was he picking i think he had jeff gordon he couldn't have been that intoxicated what <laughs> were you tony stewart then i think i was i don't know earnhardt probably <laughs> i don't really remember <laughs> all right too many questions are you ready for too many questions i like, suppose did you get is there anything that you want to tell us before we get into too many I'm questions. I'm sure we could talk forever, but... That is true. Very. Pretty good at that. Oh, okay. <laughs> Before two-minute questions. Alex Williamson was on here, and he was talking about... Like, he was basically talking to his peers' competition, whatever you want to call it, in the regular weekly show guys yep. with mods. And he was telling them, like, when the USMTS is in town, just go. Like, you don't have to be scared. So what would you say to the people that run A-Mods weekly at their home track, like, about when the USMTS comes into town? I mean, yeah, I would definitely say the same thing. Just go. It's going to make you better. I mean, obviously, right. racing's expensive if that's your reasoning for not going or whatever. But if you can go, definitely go. Yeah. Kind of goes along with running with better competition. Yeah. There's a lot of good little tidbits in this. Yeah. 
Too many questions. Go ahead, Gunner. So how's this work? We got two minutes or? Uh, well. <laughs> two turns into five. Yeah, I mean, I was All just wondering why the, how, how you come up with the name. How many seeds are in a watermelon? 732. See? It could go Perfect. all day long. <laughs> all day. Uh, what was your favorite racing season that you've had? Last year, 2022. Duh. Well, I just, you know. You how much know. money did you win? We've already talked about that. Oh, we did? <laughs> okay, so how many trophies do you have? I don't know. What's, I like the big checks more. Yeah, see, me too. You should do big checks. Yeah. For the little kids. Anyway, would you rather be able to see 15 minutes into the future or 150 years into the future? 15 minutes. Do I got to explain why? I think that one, when you looked off into the distance, I feel I like you thought about your... Well, I, I don't really want to know how my whole life's going to play out, I guess. That's 100% true. That's a great explanation. But I don't know. It'd be kind of boring would. if you knew everything. That's true. true. But you could also probably make a lot of money if you knew what was going to happen. To me, true. 50 minutes wouldn't do me shit. No. Be kind of annoying, probably. I think it would. <laughs> Let me check what's I happening. I mean, when you technically get into it, it's like 50 minutes. What's this going to do for you? 15. 15? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yes. It's <laughs> like, oh, I got to poop again. <laughs> <laughs> but what if you like are going into a big like sponsorship deal and you're nervous about how it's going to go? That's true. Yeah. Look into 15 minutes ahead and you're like, oh, I Race, got Races are only 15 minutes long. You could know, true. When, know when the cushion's going to come in. Now we're talking. <laughs> All right. It went both ways. We're good. Okay, so doctors say one foot's bigger than the other. Which which foot's bigger on you? I broke my left toe, and my left foot is longer than my right foot. My left big toe, I broke it pretty good one time, and now it's bigger. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I thought they stopped growing once you broke it. Well, it was already, like, fully grown. I think I broke it oh. and just made it, like, longer. Like, I, I actually, I didn't break it. I was working out for hockey, and my buddy dropped, like, a 50-pound dumbbell on my oh. foot. Oh, it's nasty. My left toe is. So you're not going to be on Feet Finder anytime soon? I don't think so. Somebody might be into that long toe stuff. Would you rather... <laughs> Sorry, I tried to hold it. I don't know why I wrote this question down, but would you rather be 10 years old or 90 years old? 10. I feel like that's what anybody would pick, but... <laughs> that's probably the worst question we had so far. <laughs> After I'll looking at it. your left foot, you definitely weld with socks yep. and shorts. That's actually what my job is, is welding for my uncle in the summer. God dang. He's got holy sauce Sunday socks on oh, over here. Nice. Um, That's why my jeans look like this, too. If you could build your hot rod, like say, okay, I am now Dustin in 2046. I'm at the age where I need to build myself a hot rod. What's it looking like? Like a street rod or a race car? Yeah, it's your dream, buddy. Not mine. <laughs> Whatever works. <laughs> My dad's got a 68 Camaro that's like all done up. That's probably my favorite car. A lot of a lot of because it's my dad's, but then I don't know. I think they look badass, like a muscle car like that. Mm -hmm. RSS. Or I like old pickups that are all done up, like old square bodies that are all done up real nice. Yes. Like 70s, though? Yeah. Probably a 70s era. 
I think they were all the best back then. Yeah. Well, look at the water truck. Well, exactly. I mean, classic. Things pimp. Uh, what is one thing you regret spending money on? Huh. <laughs> <laughs> I spent a lot more money than I should have in, at the banquet in Kansas City on <laughs> drinks and gambling and cover How many rounds did you buy there? <clears throat> all of them. <laughs> uh, so next time you get the big check, you just dip and go. No, it was a pretty good time. Yeah, I bet it was. <laughs> that is true. Worth it. Um, first car you ever did a burnout in? Uh, my, well, my dad's Camaro. And then. <laughs> did he know? Yeah. Oh, okay. I think he was with me and he taught me how to do it. <laughs> but then I did it a whole bunch without him that he didn't know about. <laughs> and then. I hope he listens. <laughs> if he can figure it out. He's not really good <laughs> at technology. <laughs> And then uh, the I won the USMTS race at Fountain City, the ten grand. I did a burnout for the first time ever in a race car in the front stretch. It was, was it good? It was pretty good for my first. Well, I thought I had well, I had plenty of room, but then the second place guy was coming back on the track after me, so then I kind of had to stop. Oh, yeah, that sucks. Yeah, he ruined my fun. What a dick. I guess I I guess I ruined this? his fun when I won. So you did some donuts too. What track was that at? The like the video of it. Yeah, you saw? that was probably Fountain City. Was it? Hmm. That was a fun race. I, I just w- seen you do some donuts with the car. I thought that was neat. It's <laughs> <laughs> like oh, the Tyler Wolf, <laughs> Donut Man. I think the first person I ever saw do that was Tyler Herb. And I was kind of like originally I was like ah oh, he's an idiot, but then. Why not do it? Excitement. Kind of, it's kind of fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, everybody loved it. So, uh, What is something you don't know how to do, but you wish you knew how to do it? Underwater basket waving? <laughs> yeah. I mean, play guitar. I don't That's know. a good question. Make a dance. cake. Probably dance. Chicks love dancing. You I can't dance? Uh, if I'm really drunk, I'll, I'll, I'll try, but I don't look very good. Well, put it this way. If, we're, if Sammy Mars gets married... I, that's the only one I can think of right now. Like, we'll get you out there with Gunner when Shania comes on. <laughs> oh, it'll be a party then. <laughs> one of my one of the guys that comes with and helps me, his son got married last two summers ago or something. I was pretty drunk dancing at his wedding because we we're all friends, but I looked like an idiot. It was bad. <laughs> yeah, like that's a white man TikTok right there. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the best way to dance if you don't know how. Just oh, I no, I know. <laughs> yeah, no need to explain, Gunner. I've watched you. <laughs> I like that answer. Dance. I don't know how to dance, but I wish I did. It's pretty good. Uh, wildest story on tour away from the track. Like one of them two dayers where you ended up going with somebody you didn't think we were going to leave with. And I don't, we don't really get too wild when we're racing. We we're in New Mexico. You're never going to believe or guess. You, would, you wouldn't guess in a million years what we did. On one of the off days in New Mexico. So we're driving down the interstate and they got just rows of pecan farms because they grow them in New oh, Mexico. Wow. Jimmy's like, I want to go on a tour of that pecan farm. And I'm like, how are you going to manage to do that? Like, just call the farmer up or what? Well, one of the off days we got a tour from the pecan <laughs> farmer. <laughs> so he did? Yeah. He called him? The guy was cool as shit. He used to race. Oh, perfect. So he, Jimmy and Chris and the truck driver and... I think it was just them three rode around in the pickup and me and Sam and Noah rode around in the rental van we had and we were just driving around on the 
pecan farms and we'd stop and get out and look at the trees and have a beer and then drive somewhere else and then that's we ended awesome. up hanging out with the guy like all day it was pretty fun dang that's pretty fun it was a lot more fun when jimmy's like i want to go on a tour of that pecan farm I'm, oh, like, shit. I'm like oh god i hope you don't do that <laughs> but it was fun it was a good time i think this is my probably my last two minute question here and i kind of got to lay it out there so if you had to play hide and seek every year in order to move on to the next year, would you rather be the hider or the seeker? You have to either stay hidden or you have to find somebody. Like all year long? Like until the like game's if you get, over? If you find them on January 1st, you're done, but if you if you, you get to December October. 31st, you don't you don't make it. Whoa. If you're the seeker? Well, either well, you either have to stay hidden for a whole year, <laughs> or you got to try and find them. I feel like, and I live my normal life I got now. Yes, I wouldn't have time to be looking for somebody all the time, so I guess I'd hide. But you're you're racing. Yeah, that's true. It'd so be easy to find, right? I think I'd rather seek. To be honest, on that one, I was thinking hard about it, and I think I would too. Yeah, I guess when you bring that up. I'd have a way better chance to keep myself entertained. I get pretty bored. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Spot. Yeah. Well, I guess I could hide in like you Cuba could, or. Or on your racing simulator yeah. or something. Right. What I, happens if they don't find me? And that, like they died <laughs> and it's the next year. You win. Well, you win. That's how you get to the oh, next year. So I just have to stay hidden. But see, the thing is, is you'd have to hide all year long. But if you're the seeker, if you found them in February, you're good. Like you don't have to worry about it anymore. Yeah, that's true. I think I'm a seeker. I don't know. I just kind of made this up in my head, but wow. <laughs> that's all I what got. else you got? You ain't made me blush yet. Ain't made Ooh. you blush. Oh, are you ready for this? All right. You're at your bar. We'll just pretend like it's that wedding. Yep. Where you're really comfortable. Karaoke machine just rolls on into the floor. What song are you picking? In color. Okay. Ooh. Good Here's song. where you blush. We need 30 seconds of it. Uh, no chance. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good setup. Not good. That was. That was Not good. You got me kind of trapped. <laughs> kind of blush. I'll sing it with you because I know that son of a bitch from word to word. That's a good song. You want to go or no? No, I'm We're doing this right shy? now. Yeah. You want me to put the dude? I told on? you, I I told you, I want to know how to dance. I definitely don't. Ain't gonna sing. <laughs> how about if we just get a little bit of a, you know, little Jamie Johnson in the background? <laughs> I don't know if we. Do you think? Do you well, think we could do it? Or I can tell you, you might. I don't know if it's more embarrassing for me or you, but I ain't gonna sing. <sighs> <sighs> so terrible. Sorry, I'm no I fun. thought maybe you'd like cue in just a little <laughs> bit or something. Nope. You're not gonna do it at all. Nope. No singing. I said, Grandpa, what's his picture no. here? It's all black and white. That's Blake singing, not me. <laughs> it ain't real clear. You, come on. You Don't play the copyright. Yet? You feeling it yet? You're going to get in trouble for oh, that. Yeah. No, it's just a couple seconds. <laughs> They're actually probably going to think I'm Jamie Johnson, to be honest. If True. Really start that, was, singing. that was pretty good. <laughs> you want to go for a car ride afterwards? We'll re- I know you'll sing it if you're driving the car. <laughs> Like if we put it on, you're gonna start singing it. Well, did you, yeah. Did you guys ever like have any songs stuck in your head while you were racing that you all were singing out loud all the time? 
<laughs> okay, you're supposed I, to be paying attention to the race, not singing. <laughs> a song. I know, but can I play this one video for both of you, please? <laughs> okay, I'm just gonna do it. I don't even care if you. I want I feel it. like when you have a song in your head, though, it like gets you weirdly focused. Somebody was telling me like they get so distracted racing, and I'm like, how did like Tyler Wolf? That's <laughs> 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 <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> totally. Hey, what's the little thing called? What's the that's what's very the that, <laughs> what's that the leads us in no direction? Oh, here we go. All right, I'm gonna say I'm just gonna do this. You just went snowmobiling the other day, right? A couple weeks ago, yeah. Connor, push the blue button. You're not connected. Yeah, you got to push the thing. All right, oh, hold on. Bold, this is totally bold. worth it. Don't fuck anything up, bruh. Okay. Wait, wait. Such a great question. All right. Hold hold on. All right. Hopefully okay. you can see this. <laughs> Not in my head like yeah. <laughs> Is this the guy helping? That's <laughs> I do listen to music when I ride snow, bro. Yeah, that's pretty good. It basically just says you have AirPods in while riding, and the GoPro catches you singing. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm in love with that little video. All right. Any more questions? Do you want to ask us any questions? I don't think so. I don't know. I feel like we'd go for hours. Yeah. This is a pretty maybe good time I'll, to end. Maybe I'll do it again someday. Oh, you're going to have to because now this is a good segue to go get Jimmy right here. Well, actually, we'd probably go to him, but <laughs> I want to know how. Why? Why Dustin? So many people. That's for another podcast. <laughs> Dustin, my final question. What are you built to do? Drive a race car, I guess. Straight up. <laughs> Don't have to guess anymore, buddy. 2023, how many wins you get in 2023? 10. Solid. How many wins you get in the modified? This year? At least three. I wasn't talking modified. You're just totaling it. Sure, yeah. Did I make it weird? No. All right. <laughs> Maybe a few in the modified, but we're going to be running mostly late models. So 10 wins in the late model. Hopefully over there. In the banana. You, <laughs> the, you just go there? The school bus. The school bus. <laughs> Well, they always make fun of sprint cars, man. I mean, yeah. Well, yeah. All right. Know. As much fun as they look like to drive, they're like just not very fun to watch. I don't think he's in for it, but we can talk about it later. <laughs> yeah. Dustin, it's been a it's been a pleasure. Yeah, it was fun. Thanks for having me on. Great job last year. Thank Good you. luck this year. Thank you. You're getting in a pretty well known ride, so yeah, I'm excited. It's a hell of an opportunity. Do us all good. Come on. All right. Thank Thanks, you, everybody. <laughs> Dustin Sartz and Build 2 Media Podcast. We out. Now, as always, that was anticlimactic. You got something to say? Hit up the Build 2 Media Podcast and let them know. Like, comment, and share on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and at build2media.com. 
Thank you, Built 2 Media sponsors. QualityFreightRate.com, Liquid Nitro, Energy Drink, SKD, Scott King Designs, Underhill Speedway, Kick-Ass, Beef Jerky, Jiggy Signs, Harvest Racing, K1 Race Gear by Ryan Bowers, Spot On, Point of Sale, System Credit Card Processing, and PrettyPolishJunkie.com. Get your Built 2 Media podcast fix. Get everything you want and get everything you need at Built2Media.com. Except for the t-shirts. Figure it out. Be back next week for another exciting Built 2 Media podcast. The Built 2 Media Media. Media. Podcast. podcast.